I'm Rachel Hernandez, real estate investor turned mobile home investor and best-selling author. I make a living investing in mobile homes for cash flow for long-term passive income. After many mistakes and lessons learned, I've been able to create the kind of life where I can do the types of things I want to do, not have to do. I created the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast to share with you what I've learned so you can spend more time with family, friends, and do things you love. Mobile home investing can help you get there. If you want to hear real stories with practical and actionable advice you can use from someone who's been in the trenches and who's still investing today to create the type of life you love, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome to the Adventures in Mobile Homes podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of AdventuresinMobileHomes.com. Thank you so much for joining me here on the 18th episode of the podcast. Now, just in case you missed it, be sure to tune in to the last episode where I talk about how to find mobile home sellers for your mobile home investing business. You can find it along with the show notes at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 17. And that is the number 17. Okay. So let's get started. So last week, I talked about how to find and market to mobile home sellers and the steps you can take to look for sellers as a mobile home investor. Again, when it comes to marketing methods and techniques, use those that fit your personality. Just because something worked for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you, and vice versa. But today, I want to talk about how to work with sellers once you start getting the leads and the phone starts ringing. With your marketing and systems in place, how exactly do you work with sellers when they start calling? What are the steps you need to go through when talking to sellers on the phone and when meeting sellers in person? So today, I'm going to talk to you about how you can work with sellers as a mobile home investor. But before we move on, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Hey there, Rachel here. Are you interested in mobile home investing? If yes, I've got a free mobile home investing course for you. It's called What You Need to Know to Get Started in Mobile Home Investing. It details all the ins and outs of what you need to know before you get started as a mobile home investor. With so much information out there, it's overwhelming to go out and search for what you're looking for. So I put my knowledge 
and expertise in mobile home investing to work. And it's all in this free training course. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash free training class. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash free training class. Grab your seat and get started today. Now, back to the show. Okay, first things first. Before you start talking with mobile home sellers, be sure you have your exit strategy in place. Will you be building up cash by bird dogging and or wholesaling the deal to another investor? Or will you be reselling the home to an end buyer for cash or payments? Or will you be renting out the home? Whatever route you choose, stick with it and be sure to have a backup plan just in case things don't work out. I talk more about the importance of having a plan and why it's important to be prepared if that plan doesn't go your way. In my book, Real Estate Investing Sucks, How to Find Your Niche and Dominate, if you're interested in reading more, which I'll link up here in the show notes. Now, the other thing you need to make sure of when you start talking to mobile home sellers are whether or not these leads are in parks that you've gotten the okay from the park manager. If not, then you'll have to build up that relationship with another park manager, which you can at the same time. Just in case you missed it, I talk more about how to talk to park managers in episode 8 of this podcast. So I'll link it up here in the show notes. For purposes of this podcast episode, I'm only going to talk about working with sellers with mobile homes in parks, which is what I do, not on private land, though I may cover this topic down the road, so stay tuned. Getting back to it, okay, so you've got your marketing in place. Mobile home sellers are calling you. The phone is ringing off the hook. Now what? What exactly do you say to these sellers when they call? And what are the steps you need to take to talk to them and set up an appointment in person? But when do you do this? Over the phone? Right away? Or should you wait to set up a time to see the home? Well, let's talk about the leads that come in. When sellers start calling you, the first thing you want to do is be pleasant and polite. Let them talk and listen. After they've given you a greeting, 
Then ask them how they found you. This will give you an idea of what marketing methods are working and where the leads are coming from. I did this when I first started out. Be sure you've got your mobile home journal with you at all times. Take note of the date, time, name of the seller, and how they found you, aka which marketing method worked enough for them to give you a call. You want to take note of this data so you can see what works and what doesn't work when it comes to your marketing efforts. Before you move on, be sure their phone number comes up on your phone, just in case you get disconnected. Don't worry about it right now, though be sure to write down their phone number after your conversation. You can also work it into the conversation as well to verify their number at the end of the call. Getting back to the conversation, they'll probably tell you how they found you and where they found your marketing. Remember, jot down your notes. This is important information for you to have for your own marketing efforts. Then they'll tell you they're calling because either they're selling their home or they're thinking about selling their home. Now, let me just stop there. These are two very different types of people. Those who are selling their home are doing it now. They may already have it on the market. There may be a for sale by owner sign on the home already, or there may not. Whatever the case, they are already in the mindset of selling their home. On the other hand, those who say they're thinking about selling their home may not be in the mindset of selling their home right now. They may or may not have a date in mind on when they need to sell by, but they should have a reason for thinking about selling. This is where you need to listen carefully. Why are they thinking about selling? What is their motivation to sell? And I'm going to tell you, it can't just be for the money. If someone calls you saying they are thinking about selling because they think they can get a lot of money for their mobile home, in cash, mind you, stop right there. You don't have to go any further. Thank them for their time and tell them it may not be a right fit for you. Tell them you buy mobile homes from people you can help, and you just have a lot of other people to get back to right away. You can tell them, if you want to be nice, that you'll keep them in mind and may get back to them when things slow down. But 
I wouldn't make these people your top priority. Because the last thing you want is for people to waste your time. And it's happened to me. When I'm out there doing my marketing, I have people calling me, telling me they want to sell their mobile homes, though they'd like me to come over and assess it, and even more, do a market analysis. Say what? I kid you not. They want me to come over and analyze how much they can sell their home for, just like a real estate agent. But I tell them, this isn't what I do. I buy them to help others get out of stressful situations. This isn't really what I do. Now, again, don't get upset when you get these calls. You'll have people calling who want just that. People are greedy. But as Lonnie Scruggs, my personal mentor and the godfather of mobile home investing once said, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Don't work with hogs, a.k.a. those who just want the most money for their homes. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So be sure to separate those who truly want and or need to sell sometime in the future versus those who are just wasting your time and only want money for their home but don't really have a reason to sell or a plan, for that matter, on why they even want to sell in the first place. Plus, if they do sell, where will they go? And don't even buy the, oh, I'll figure it out answer, or I have places to stay. I've heard that one multiple times. Just pass on these calls and move on. But what if the people that you talk to really do intend to sell? Then what? Well, it's important to do most of your pre-screening over the phone before you make an appointment to see the home. Because they may not be ready to sell right now. So you'll have to ask a few questions and do some digging around. Again, write everything down. Once you've got their name, phone number, and make sure it's in your phone with caller ID, and how they found you, through whatever marketing method you've used, then you're ready to ask some questions. Again, let them talk first. They need to get it all out. And don't cut them off. This is the worst when an investor cuts off a potential lead. Well, guess what? That's a major turnoff. If you act 
all high and mighty and think you're the only one they can call, think again. Otherwise, they'll get off the phone with you and call another investor. Plus, if it was a lead from the park manager or anyone else in your referral network, this will look bad on you. And you may not get any more leads in the future. So be polite. Even if it means listening to them for a long time. As a side note, be sure you answer and make phone calls at a convenient time for you. The last thing you want is to be rushing off the phone with potential leads and opportunities. In any case, once they get everything out, then they'll pause and give you a chance to talk. At this point, you want to ask a few questions about their situation and the home. Now, don't just ask about the home. Otherwise, you'll be missing out on a lot. You need to find out exactly why they're selling, when they need to sell by, and how flexible they are in terms of price. Then, yes, you want to get into the home eventually and find out the details such as location of the home, number of bedrooms and bathrooms, and how much fix-up work is involved. That will come as you work it in to the conversation. But you need to do both. Learn more about their situation and why they need to sell and figure out the details about the home including what needs repairing and or replacing. When it comes time for you to speak, ask them why they're selling. And if they have a time frame in mind, when they need to sell by. They should be able to tell you if they truly need to sell. Write all of this information down. Next, ask them where the home is located, if in a mobile home park, which park, and if the park manager referred them, then talk about the park manager and your relationship with them. By the way, if it was a referral by a park manager, be sure to write this down. Follow up with the park manager and thank them for the lead. Stay in touch and give them regular updates on any leads you get from them. If it's not in a park that you do business in, get the address. You can figure out the details later, though if it's on a piece of land and or a lot, then this is a judgment call for you. In the beginning, 
I visited all kinds of leads through my marketing efforts, even the ones out on land and on lots. Many times, these leads were pretty far out from where I lived. Though it took time and a lot of gas and money to go out there, I do have fond memories of visiting sellers. Usually, I only took a look and didn't really buy anything that came my way on these types of leads, as I just wanted to focus on buying mobile homes in parks. Though it did help me to learn the market and discover new areas. Plus, I found that some areas that had mobile home lots and or mobile homes on land, well, there were other parks nearby, which I took note of and visited these parks and talked to park managers. So this would depend on you if you think you want to take the time to meet with these sellers in areas that you're not focusing on since they're outside of parks. But it is good experience, and it did help me to get the confidence in talking with sellers as my business grew. Getting back to the conversation, aside from the location, then you'll need to get the details about the home. Basically, ask your standard questions. How many bedrooms and bathrooms? Are there any issues with the home? What needs to be fixed? What is the roof like? Are there leaks with the roof? Are there any siding issues? Is everything working okay? How's the plumbing? Are there any leaks with the plumbing? Is the heating and air conditioning working? How about the hot water heater? Does it work? What is the age of the home? These are just basic questions to ask that will give you an idea of the home and how much work is needed to fix it up. For a list of questions to ask, be sure to check out my book, Adventures in Mobile Homes, How I Got Started in Mobile Home Investing, and How You Can Too, which I'll link up here in the show notes. You'll find an interview sheet in the book when talking to sellers and the types of questions you need to ask them. Also, I have a whole chapter on working with sellers that may help, if you'd like to read more. Once you've got a general idea of the seller's situation and the home itself, including what needs to be fixed up and or repaired, then you'll have to determine whether or not you should make an appointment with the seller. Is the seller ready to meet, to have you take a look at the home? Or do you need to touch base with them again when they're ready in the future? 
ask the seller what they want to do next. Some sellers just want to get a feel for you and what you do when they do call. So put them in the driver's seat and make them think they control the conversation. Don't try to control them. Otherwise, they'll feel uncomfortable. If they say they just wanted to give you a call to get an idea of what you do, then thank them for their time and let them know maybe you should just stay in touch and stay updated on their situation. When they're ready, you can set up a time to meet with them and look at the home. So thank them for calling and be sure to follow up regularly. You may want to just wait a week or two, then follow up and keep doing this until they're ready. If in two weeks they're still not ready, then you can make a note to follow up monthly. And don't forget to update the park manager on your progress with this lead, if it's in a park that you can do business in. On the other hand, if they're ready to meet and want you to come over to look at the home, then it's best to set up an appointment right there on the phone. Ask them what's good for them, what day and time works best. Now, as a side note, you want to be sure to meet them during the day when the sun's still out so you can see everything. I don't advise meeting with sellers and looking at homes at night when you can't see anything. If you work, do it in the early evening as long as light is still out or schedule an appointment for the weekend, which is better for most people as people do work. One day or the morning before the appointment, you want to confirm that you're still meeting because they may have forgotten or things could have changed with their situation. Plus, it gives you another opportunity to talk with the seller so things aren't so awkward when you meet. Now, if something comes up with their schedule and they can't meet, then reschedule the appointment and thank them. If they say, nope, you're still on to meet with them, then thank them again and plan to go to the appointment for the scheduled day and time. Get there early. If it's your first appointment, I suggest you give yourself enough time to get there. Again, be early. This will give you the time to drive the park. I did this many times when I had to meet with sellers at the mobile home appointments that I made. 
I got there early and I drove the park before each appointment. Sometimes I even went in to see the park manager. I told them I'd be meeting with the seller of one of the homes in the park and I'd keep them updated. This also gives you time to warm up and relax. Now, when it's time, go up to the door of the seller's home. Again, let them talk. There will be chit-chat for a while. And then, let them take you through the home. Ask if there's anyone else there. And they should tell you. Be sure it's safe to go in. Now, if you have any weird feelings, it's best to leave. Otherwise, go into the home and let the seller take the lead. Now, as you go through the home, take pictures of the inside and the outside. But first, ask if it's okay to take pictures. Tell them it's better for your memory. In the beginning, I wrote everything down, but I found it hard to remember what things looked like, especially when going through multiple homes with sellers. So I started taking pictures. Be sure that you've got a camera or a smartphone you can use to take these pictures. Now I go over setting up your office in episode 12, which includes the tools you need to have when just starting out as a mobile home investor, if you'd like to check it out. And I'll link it up here in the show notes. Now, I won't go into the inspection process here, as it can be very detailed, but I will cover it in a future episode down the road. So stay tuned. Once you've inspected the home, both inside and outside, then ask the seller what they were thinking. How long do they have? And when do they need to sell by? Ask them what their plan is to sell the home. If it's going to be a while until they sell, then just offer to stay in touch and leave it at that. You'll just have to follow up regularly, so you'll be first in their minds when they are ready to sell. Though, if they're ready to sell now, then you'll have to go over the price again. You should know what the price is already since you asked this over the phone before setting up the appointment. So bring it up again. Ask them how much again were they thinking of selling the home for? Then let them talk. Now, if it's the same number, ask them how much do they think they can take if you can pay all cash 
and do all the paperwork to close quickly. Then they'll give you a number. If it's too high, then just tell them that you'll think about it. Though, if it's close to what you want to pay for, then it's best to put it under contract that day. Regarding paperwork, don't get too hung up on it. You can use sample contracts that you find in other mobile home investing books and be sure to have it looked over by an attorney to make sure it conforms to the laws in your area. Or you can just draft one up on a piece of paper. It's really not a big deal. As long as you're working with someone who's honest and upfront. You don't want to work with dishonest people because it'll be a problem down the road. Despite the price and the condition of the home you intend to buy. Now, if you need help with putting together deals and this process... I do offer mentoring for those who need it. Let me know if you need help, and I'll put a link here with more info in the show notes. So that's basically it. You either put the home under contract that day or not. And usually, for the first visit, you really don't do much of anything, except to inspect the home and form the relationship. As mentioned in episode three, with my first mobile home deal, it took a while to negotiate back and forth before I bought the home. So you'll probably end up doing the same with the homes that you visit and the sellers that you talk to. It's just a part of doing business. In most cases, sellers need to get a feel for you in order to know, like, and trust you. They're not going to sell their homes to just anyone, despite the price someone offers. And again, those who do aren't really motivated sellers, and you don't want to work with them. When it comes to negotiating, Keep in mind that there may be a bit of back and forth and more negotiating when you're putting together these deals and working with sellers. So there you have it. My advice on how to work with sellers when it comes to buying mobile homes for your mobile home investing business. As you can see, There's a lot of steps involved and information you need to get before you even meet with sellers. So do the preliminary research and get the information you need about each seller's situation, including why they need to sell and when they need to sell by. Also, check to make sure It's in a park that you can do business in. If not, then 
it's your call if you want to pursue the lead. It, it's in an area outside of that. But then you'll also have to get the information about the mobile home itself, including its features. And any repair work or replacement work needed to fix up the home. Then you can decide whether or not to make an appointment to visit the seller. Again, it's not going to come on the first visit. It may take multiple visits for you to put together a deal with a seller. So don't get discouraged. It's all part of this business. Believe me, I've done this enough times to know. You'll probably do a lot of negotiating back and forth before you put these deals together. But you'll learn along the way. And eventually, it'll come easier. So what did you think? Did this episode help you as a mobile home investor? I hope so. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes where I link up some of the resources mentioned here. You can find it at www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 18. And that is the number 18. Again, www.adventuresinmobilehomes.com slash 18. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with family and friends. And be sure to subscribe. If you have some time, I'd love to hear your feedback through a short Apple podcast review. Until next time, this is Rachel Hernandez, a.k.a. Mobile Home Girl of the Adventures of Mobile Homes podcast, signing off. Thanks for tuning in.